You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, brought to you by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, four events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register now at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by Novant Health Orthopedics, who know runners like you are always on the move. Twisted ankles and broken bones can't wait, and neither should you. Novant Health offers walk-in appointments and same-day care at select orthopedic clinics to help you get back on pace. Visit novanthealth.org slash ortho now to learn more. And here are your hosts, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. There is nothing like running in your own hometown, home games, I call them, waking up in your own bed, enjoying breakfast in your own kitchen, coming home to crash on your own couch. You get it. It's also pretty cool to run an out-of-town event and traveling to some place you've never been and experiencing everything that different place has to offer. But there is, of course, the headaches that come with all of that unknown territory, the travel expenses and so forth. And that's where Mark Janik saw an opportunity. Mark, welcome to the Running Around Charlotte podcast. So for folks who don't know you yet, tell us a little bit about yourself here and, and why in the world would we invite you to talk to us? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Thank you, DC. Yeah. Uh, I really appreciate the like, opportunity. Just, why are you here, Mark? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I, 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 well, I, I ran into DC at the Charlotte Marathon. Uh, oh, that's yeah. my fifth time volunteering at the finish line, giving out medals. I love it. And congratulations, by the way, on a record year last year. Thank for you very much. That was awesome. And uh, he must have been, DC must have been at the bottom of the list, like trying to find somebody <laughs> else to, you know, to talk to. So uh, I said, hey, how about you? Can you, are you available? Yeah. I said, sure. Love to. That's yeah. not true. Come on. <laughs> I get a bad enough rap on this show, man. Don't make people think that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I really, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. And, uh, Tim, did, did you ask the question about, uh, about Mark Janik or? Who yeah, you, tell us who you are, what why, you do. Why are you on the yeah, show? Come on, man. <laughs> For those who don't know you and Destination Marathons, give us the pitch, man. Excellent. Tell us what who Excellent. you are and what you're up to. Excellent. So um, let's start with Mark Janik. Uh, grew up in Michigan. I uh, had detours in Texas and Florida. Wound up in uh, North Carolina in uh, 2012. Been a runner all my life. Um, worked for Merck Pharmaceuticals for 30 years. Uh, and during that career with Merck, I traveled a lot for most of my career with Merck. So I got to be pretty good at navigating hotels and airlines and car rentals and whatnot. And I was almost the, uh, the in-house travel agency, if you will, for my family and friends. They'd call up and say, hey, Mark, I can't get a room in you know in New York at, at Thanksgiving. I want to watch the parade. I'm like... I got you. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll hook you up. Nice. So I've always been pretty good at that. I liked it. And my job with Merck, I was uh, did a lot of uh, account management, organization, big programs for doctors, et cetera. So, and I've always been a people person. Always love people. Uh, married 28 years of last, as of last Wednesday. Or Congratulations. Last thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lisa Janik, um, the, the, the rock of my life. We have three kids. I call them kids. Now they're all adults. Uh, Berkeley is 24, Riley 23, Tansley 20. There and I'm a brand new grandfather. Uh, oh, congratulations, congratulations again. Seven months ago, so super psyched about that. And uh, Destination Marathons has always been a family affair. So everybody on the team uh, has played a part in some role. Berkeley was my first employee back in 2018. She did social media and hosted events and, and customer service. And my wife is, uh, she's an unpaid volunteer. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so she can't get fired. 
you can't get fired. There you and, go. And my, and, and my son Riley's been with us on several trips, including Berlin, twice as a host, uh, Disney as a host, uh, Wilmington as a host, etc. So it's it's really and truly a family affair. So that, that's Mark Janik. Uh, Destination Marathons, we started in 2018. I think the the real uh, impetus for it, I think the, when the light went on was when I qualified for Boston uh, in 2008, I qualified at the Phoenix Rock and Roll. And I thought I would get ahead of the team or get ahead of the curve rather by getting a hotel in Boston about eight months before. So I think I'm going to beat everyone, right? I'm going to get a great hotel right by the finish line, there you et cetera, go. et cetera. Et cetera. So I, what I didn't realize was that I was last in line. <laughs> Most of the good hotels were already gone. Yep. Yeah. And, oh, man. Uh, you know, we, we had to stay further out than we wanted and it was expensive. And I thought, you know, man, if you could get a block of rooms way in advance, like way in advance, a couple of years in advance and just sit on those rooms and then, you know, make it a better experience. Right. So I've been, uh, you know, I've done, I've only done six marathons and maybe 25 halves. So, and most of my team are, are much more experienced than me at running, but um, you know, for, from my perspective, the ones that I really remember that were like memorable experiences were when I went with a group of people, it was a common, you know, a common cause we yeah. went to, the, to the rock and roll in, in Nashville, the um, seven mile bridge run down in keys, dam the dam in Iowa. Uh, and I knew, you know, firsthand, you know, trying to find a find an Italian restaurant in a city where there's another 30,000 runners in town, you know, <laughs> trying to call. And they're like, oh, yeah, Mr. Janik, we can uh, we can we can hook you up. Your choices are 2.30 or 8.30. Yeah. You know, for the, for the pot, pre-race pasta. <laughs> right. I'm like, ah, doesn't work. And then, quite frankly, I think missed opportunity. So, you know, I've known people and you guys probably may be in the same experience you know, people that are going to be in a race, whatever the race is out of town, right? So you, you know, people that are going to be there, but it's hard to hook up with them. Um, you know, I think the most, the biggest common lie that runners say is, Hey, I'll meet you at the expo. Right. And then it's like, you're there, there's too much going on. And right. Hardly, hardly connect. So, so that was really the impetus for destination marathons um, to make it easier for people, you know, for the whole planning experience. Yeah. Um, so, so we, in, in a nutshell, we do three things. It's logistics, right? So th that's our, that's our day job court logistics, meaning hotel accommodations. We scout at hotels uh, years in advance. Uh, for example, like in Boston, London, Berlin, we have three-year contracts with our hotel providers. So th that's already locked and loaded. And then we, we always do a pre-race meal typically at the, at the host hotel. So runners can just, you know, go down from the fifth floor to the, to the ground floor, to the conference room. We have a dinner. Uh, we always do goodie bags, swag bags. Uh, we always do cheer stations. Um, one of the things I think we do differently from some of the other folks is that we treat all runner, all, all of our guests the same. So our non-runners and our spectators get the same kind of treatment. Uh, they can participate in the meals. They can, we do a cheer station race plan, all of our elevated experiences they can participate in, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so, so logistics, obviously, number one, um, you know, so you call us, we're, we're a VIP experience. You call us, we're going to hook you up. You don't have to spend hours and hours on, you know, on the internet, trying to find a hotel and, you know, trying to figure out where you're going to go eat and how you're going to hook up with your friends and whatnot. So we take care of all that. Uh, and then I guess, secondly, is I, I like to call it a, an elevated experience. So we're much more than just a, you know, mm -hmm. a room and a bib. And by the way, we're partners with many races throughout the world where we have guaranteed bibs. So we're official partners with the London Marathon, Berlin Marathon, Dublin, um, uh, others uh, around in the United States where we're official partners, which means we have guaranteed bibs, which, nice. uh, which has been, uh, it's been terrific for us. So not all of our events like Boston, obviously we don't have bibs yeah. for that, but, um, so what so, do you mean guaranteed so, bibs? That just means they don't have to go through the lottery process. Correct. 
Yes, yes, correct. So it's yeah. like with, with Berlin, as you guys know, the managers, the managers of the Berlin Marathon are SCC events. So we have a, we have a long standing contract with them since 2021, where we're an official tour operator for the United States. So part of that agreement right is that we have, you know, we, we, we ask for X number of bibs early on in the process. We come back, we, you know, we, 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 uh, we sign an agreement. So we, we have guaranteed bibs, um, and which is timely right now because Berlin, as you may know, the lottery results are going to go off uh, December 6th, what I think is tomorrow or Thursday. Yeah, it's like, um, by the time well, this airs, that will have happened. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so, well, well. so, so we've, our loyal customers uh, who've been with us on previous guests mm -hmm. are already have already have access to our package <clears throat> and our bib. So I think last night we had a, we opened it up to those, those, those uh, loyal interestless folks, tier one, and we had uh, 25 or 30 sales last night, something like that. So. Um, and then we're going to open it up to the general public, most likely Thursday. Wow. That's awesome. That's a, that's a super cool setup. Man. <laughs> so tell us about like, how does this, is this, when you say destination marathons, I think about like <clears throat> vacation spots, you know, would I want to go there for vacation? But do you, do you deal with the, uh, you know, kind of the, I don't know, Indianapolis, Charlotte, you know, Charlotte's not necessarily a tourist destination. Um, but, and, and I know we don't have an agreement, so I, I, I know that enough, but like, <laughs> is not, it, not yet, but it, right, right. but is it strictly, um, destination places or is it like, no, we work with everybody and we try to just make, you know, create those elevated experiences and make them easier for some, we're a turnkey like, Hey, you want to sign yeah. up for that marathon? We got you. By the way, you don't have to worry about hotels. You don't have to worry about dinner. You don't have to worry about cab, taxi, Uber, whatever. Yep. You know, it's it's just a turnkey deal, and here's the price, and boom, you're in. And then we'll Absolutely. we'll communicate with you ongoing and tell you when and where you need to be. Just right. So that's it. So anywhere. Yep, that, that's yep. Uh, well, uh, yes or no? So Tim, uh, thanks. Paducah, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> So, so uh, we <laughs> not yet. Uh, so, 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 some real, real briefly, some of the criteria that uh, helps us uh, establish where, where we want to go. Uh, obviously, supply and demand. So, by that I mean, you know, scarcity of hotels, right? So, Boston is the poster child, right? Everything's gone. Duluth for Grandma's Marathon. Yeah. Uh, All six of them are sold out by uh, right. two years yeah. in advance. Right. So we're we're we're, we're way ahead <laughs> right. of the curve there. So that's a good place to start, right? So. Um, and then supply and demand on bibs is also a good good place to start, right? So, so sometimes we pre-purchase bibs, like Napa Valley Marathon. We uh, we uh, we pre-purchase bibs knowing that they would sell out in advance. So when it sold out, people found us, right? They went on the race website for Napa Valley Marathon and saw Destination Marathon's VIP provider and came to us. So so those are two good starting points. And then to your point, Tim, so destination, yeah. So I think that plays a big part because. You know we're a for-profit company so the longer people stay with us the better it is from a revenue perspective right so it, it might be hard to get people to stay in padoka or uh, des moines for more than two days um london berlin uh napa uh some other international places just by virtue of people having to come across the pond you know they're going to want to stay later and, and mo all of our yeah. agreements with these races state that we can only sell the u.s citizens so um so it, it's a longer stay. And I think as we venture into more international races, like, for example, Tokyo, for example, we're not an official tour operator at Tokyo. We don't have bibs. 
but we're planning our first trip there. Uh, my colleague Jeff Lax uh, here in Charlotte is the, the team leader for that. And uh, the sales, we started off with a low number of, of rooms, but they sold out very quickly. So we're hoping to become a tour operator in Tokyo. But I think just from you know logistics, people, most Americans want help, right, in, in, in Tokyo. And if they go there, they're, it's most likely not going to be a long weekend. That's a fair point, right? <laughs> That's a long ride just to yeah. bop around and turn home. It's like, oh, okay, there you go. I have, I have a question for you. What is the favorite, What what is your favorite uh race experience that that you've participated in personally so that, that i've run myself <clears throat> yeah i mean just from a like boston might be a easy candidate but like from a hey we went there we had a great experience hotels were great food was great the race was great fan support etc you know like checking every box which what ones stand out to you you know i i, I love all of my races like i love all my kids but if i had to if i had to pick <laughs> i would say internationally berlin mm -hmm. berlin there's there's something special in the air there i don't know what it is um it's just a marvelous experience the last three years there have been unbelievable and uh i i would ask you know your your listeners to go to our website or to our facebook page and look at reviews that we've had over the last five years we've had in total 102 reviews and you'll see uh, some common denominators but in terms of berlin i think a lot of people you know, it's just, it's just magic. There's something there that I, I don't know what it is. It's just phenomenal. Our hotel is 800 meters from the Brandenburg gate. Oh, it's wow. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal location. It's got that international flavor, you know, world records were set there. It's just, there's something special in the air there for sure. And sure. then Boston. So, so Boston was our, was our very first uh, DM destination marathons trip. If you're planning on starting your own runners travel company, I strongly suggest you do not start at Boston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, start start somewhere with like 500 runners and start to get your feet wet um we that was because like i said earlier boston was sort of the impetus right when i ran boston i thought you know let's so let's start there right uh i didn't realize how hard that was going to be um from a lot of different <laughs> reasons and and, and the, you know the first one is obviously you know most races um you know uh, most races in the united states if you can fog a mirror and can pony up, you know, the, the entrance fee, uh, you're in, right? So Boston, obviously, a qualifiers, right? So our target audience was, you know, basically the 24,000 people who qualified and then some charity people. But, you know, so we had to find those 24,000, right? We Fair, yeah. Instead of, you know, a, a mass marketing, which which made it very, very difficult. Um, I ended up, you know, making a lot of new friends real quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. So um, two questions for you. Um one, what is your, if if you don't mind, what is your average audience? Like when you go to Berlin, you're toting along with you or you're meeting there X number of people, or does it just, it's such a wide yeah. variety of yeah. numbers. So, um, so, so Berlin specifically, uh, we became official tour operators in the Berlin marathon in 2021, the first year and, and all mm -hmm. the tour operator managers, they all want you to start, you know, as a new tour operator with a low number. Right. So sometimes it's 10, sometimes it's 20 in Berlin. They limited us to 20 bibs the first year. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, we had 24 people the first year in Berlin, 2021. The next year in 2022, we had 68 people. Wow. Uh, that was led by uh, my colleague, Paul Martino, who you guys may know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul. yeah. And uh, so and then last year, uh, 2023, this past September, we had 107 people uh, go and 
we're we're about to sell. Obviously, you know the presale now is for Berlin 2024. Yeah. Uh, if if we sell out, and I'm sure we will, we've sold out the last three years. We'll have somewhere between 155 and 170 people. It all depends on how many how many guests people bring and you know how many kids, because we, we we count everyone, right? The kids, even sure. even the kids get goodie bags and yeah. you know they get special treatment and all that kind of stuff. So. So that, that kind of shows you some of the trajectory yeah, of the destination marathons. Uh, Boston last year was our was our biggest event ever. We had 125 folks in Boston last year. We're hoping to, to beat that in 2024. We actually have two hotels now in Boston. So, um, wow, man, right on. <laughs> That's something else. And super short run up. Um, how did that? I mean, obviously, this this business started before the Rona, when a lot of events went virtual and some were canceled and et cetera, et cetera. What did you guys do during that space and time? And is there anything that you did or did not do during that window that you're like, we're doing it different now that things are quote unquote, you know, back in real life, back in person kind of stuff. That's a great question, DC. So I think, you know, no one saw COVID coming, right? So we, we didn't, we were, we were putting a really, position because we you know the way our model works obviously people pay a deposit or pay in full sure. for event that's six or eight to ten months down the road so we ended up giving back uh we made a, a decision to refund everybody for every trip there was no questions asked forget about the fine print you're getting a refund so we, we basically gave all the money back and then there was no more money coming in right it, it got it got uh it got to be really crazy so we we've always been on a very lean budget uh world headquarters for destination marathons has been in my basement for 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 a long time uh so there were overhead costs uh pretty much all of my people have been part-time uh from for the most part they're all runners but they all have day jobs and families and whatnot or they're unpaid like your wife (laughs) (laughs) those those are the best kind of people right exactly the best kind right Yeah. yeah so but but, but to answer your question, do you see what we did? Uh, so, it, you know, and a lot of people obviously just, you know, basically stopped working. And, and, sure. Uh, ex- except for some certain staff that needed the customer mm-hmm. service and whatnot, refunds. Uh, but we, we took the time to sharpen our sword. We, we improved our website. We improved our marketing. We got very aggressive at applying for uh, partner status at Berlin Marathon, mm-hmm. at London, et cetera. And those are, those are obviously processes, right? You've got to identify people. They have applications. You have to interview with them. You know, they get you got to show that you're you're legit. So we um, we spent that time in you know really trying to you know sort of prepare for post COVID. And I think yeah. uh, we had incredible momentum right before COVID. We were at the Olympic trials in in Atlanta, uh, if you remember back in 2020 February, late February. Uh, we had our biggest event ever. It was a partnership with the Charlotte Running Club. We had a, a sold out crew to see the Olympic trials and Very cool. the next yeah. day was the Publix marathon. And then, mm-hmm. and then the world changed, um, you know, so yeah, right it was funny that. too, because the, the next event we had was, was supposed to be the Wilmington marathon, uh, March 21st of that year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we were on the phone with Tom Clifford, the, the race director there. Cause we were you know part of the, part of the, uh, part of the, the team there, right. We were the VIP experience and Tom's like, yeah, this thing is going on. It's going on. And then, and then, you know, everything changed. So. We, we had to we had to reschedule or cancel yeah. all of our events in 2020, but I I think it made us stronger. It, I really do, and I think sure it does. The momentum is back, yeah. and yeah, uh, man, you know, it, it's supportive of a lot of people in the community. Uh, a lot of folks you know, like Eric Smith. Uh, Eric's been a tremendous asset oh, yeah. to us through Charlotte Running Club. He's he's going to be a guest of ours at Kiowa next week, third time. 
uh, and other people like Chad Champion and, and, and a whole that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really been a. It, oh, man. There's so much community support. Oh yeah, it's just. Yeah, you realize what a small world it is, right? You're like, oh my gosh, it's just like you're talking about. Oh, you probably know this guy. Yeah, we know that guy and that gal. And this guy. I'm saying, yeah, man, it is. It is a. It, it's a biggering uh, community, but at the same time, it's still super colloquial, and that's pretty awesome. But before I let you go, uh, I, I got one question. I, I I love the the business side of it and the entrepreneurial perspective. At at what point did this go from? a yeah this is kind of a hobby thing to like hey wait a minute this could be this could really be a business and something that we could do full time and become more of a you know an avocation and 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 something you could make some money at and and do full time and leave Merck so um Great question. I, I left Merck in 2018, January. Uh, took an early retirement or a, there you go. sort of a buyout, I guess you call it. Yeah. Uh, and my, my wife was kind enough to give me about two months on the couch. Uh, <laughs> and she looked at me and said, you know, dude, uh, you're 55. Uh, can you just get out of here? Do something. I don't care what the heck Find. it is. Just go out and do. And and, and she's, my wife's been, is owned several businesses in her, her previous career before she was a, a wife and homemaker. And she's very, very smart. And she's like, you know, you keep talking about this business where you're going to make it a you know, running company and you're going to make it a better experience. Why don't you just go do that? So started and it was a, a heck of a lot harder than I ever thought. People say, how hard can it be? Just pick, yeah. a, race, sure. pick a race and, and get a hotel and tell people about it. How hard can that be? Well, Tim, as a business owner, I know, you know, it's, uh, yeah. it's always a lot harder than what it appears. So I think to answer your question, um, once we, you know, our, our, our biggest cha- one of our biggest challenges was just getting our name and recognition out, uh, out of the Carolinas, right? So, yeah. you know, we, you know, I go around to all the, the beer runs, the club runs, you know, do presentations and, you know, pretty ingrained in the community. But the big thing was how, how do you get out, you know, get your name out to West Coast and develop relationships throughout the country. So I think once we, once we started doing that, we, we started doing some pretty cool marketing things. We started picking up some momentum and I'm like, you know, this, this really could work. Um, and then again, my, my, my team, I've always had a very, very, very strong team. We've got, I think, 11 people now that report to me in various nice. capacities and um, they're all rock stars in their own right. So, mm-hmm. um, Tim, I, I, to answer your question, I, I've, I've always, I, I never really considered it a hobby. It's always been a fun job. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm pretty goal oriented and I really, I, I really uh, knew or felt really strongly that this could be successful. So sure. you just got to keep at it. Those, those are the best kind of opportunities, right? Where it's, it's a job, but it's not really work. You know, it's something that you, you, you're excited about Sunday nights aren't really a problem because you don't rue going into the office the next day. It's yep. like, man, I'm jacked up about this and I've, I've kind of done some work on Sunday because I like doing it, you know? And so yep. Absolutely. I, 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 I've had that opportunity and, uh, been, felt very blessed by it and just uh you know i i get excited about things and you know they're always changing too right it's it's so much different than it was three or four years ago even even you know Mm -hmm. covid notwithstanding but like things change and you meet new people and there's new opportunities and ways to fine-tune things and it's like that's what keeps it exciting i think anyway so absolutely but uh mark thank you so much it was great uh to speak with you you've been a fantastic guest how do people get a hold of you 
They can yeah. uh, just uh, if they want if they if they're looking for a destination, right? <laughs> DestinationMarathons.com, <laughs> I bet, right? Yep, yep, yep. We're yep. on social media: Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, etc., okay. etc. Yeah, and, fantastic. Uh, yeah, love to have people come and, and and experience what we have to offer. All right, Mark, I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, DC. Thank you, Tim. You, you guys betcha. have a great day. All right, Y'all too, bye man. Now. Thanks, buddy. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.